Hi everyone, and welcome to our third and final chapter of Deep Dive with Marine Mammals. I'm Julia. And I'm Marco. The host of this podcast. Thank you all for tuning in today. In today's episode, we're going to talk with Anna and Julia, two amazing master students in the Marine Mammals Energetics and Nutrition Lab at UBC's Institute for the Oceans and Fisheries. Welcome. We're very excited to have you both here with us today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about the lab. So could you guys start by telling us a little bit about yourselves and the work you're doing right now? I'm Julia, and I am studying sea otter bioenergetics. Basically, I am making a what's called a bioenergetic model that can tell you the energetic requirements that a sea otter has based on whatever set of parameters I lay out. So based on environment, based on the type of food that they're eating, and that's the focus of my model. I'm Anna, and my thesis is looking at the California sea lion populations in Mexico and the U.S., and I'm basically looking at a historical analysis of their population and their diet, and I want to know why some populations have increased and why have some have decreased over time and kind of match those up with their diet data to see if there's any relationship between what they eat and what their population looks like over the years. What made you guys both decide to study marine mammals? Like, how did you get to where you are right now? I always knew I wanted to study marine mammals. I just was always uh, drawn to them. My first memory of loving marine mammals was I pet Shamu at SeaWorld when I was six years old and I kind of never got over it. And then I think sort of my more like present day interests in marine mammals were really because I worked in a lab doing dissections of deceased marine mammals. You learn about their anatomy and physiology and all these things in books and from classes, but to actually like see the creatures in real life and, you know, and you get to like interact with them in such a way that other people don't really get to. So that is sort of what has continued to drive me towards marine mammals. Um, I always knew I wanted to do something to do with animals and conservation. And it wasn't until I took a class in the Banfield Marine Sciences Center during my undergrad at UBC, where I realized that, you know, marine science was pretty cool. And especially the ocean in BC is really interesting to study. However, I didn't love it per se, just because I felt like the water was really cold and we had to go in snorkeling. But I was hooked on kind of the concept of marine biology. And it wasn't until I went to Mexico and I learned how to scuba dive there in warmer water. Um, and I saw a lot of really cool animals, including sea lions that I'm studying now. Um, that was when I kind of wanted to come back to school and maybe focus more on that. So shifting gears a little bit, um, I know that Anna, you have a passion for science communication and photography as well. And I was wondering if you could speak um, to the ways that you communicate the research that you're doing. I, yeah, I'm very interested in science communication. Hopefully I can take my career in that direction. And so what I've done on my own is mainly my Instagram account, just because I also have a passion for photography since I was maybe like 12. And so one day I just kind of decided to create an account just for my photos, unrelated to my career really. But it got to a point where I realized that, you know, it was pretty valuable to mix the two, especially to communicate 
why it's important to conserve certain species or certain um, ecosystems. And so it was kind of the perfect mix for both of those interests. We've also kind of tried to do that with our lab. Julia and I do the social media for our lab. And so we try and also post a lot of really good photos that other people in our lab have taken. And we try and educate the audience, whether that's about the research that we're doing or just the species in general. Um, and I think that's a really valuable and easy thing to do through social media. Yes, I totally agree. The last question would be, what is your advice to new master's students or people who want to join yeah, your lab or want to go into a master's program? Whether you're progressing really well or you're finding challenges in your thesis, it's always really nice to have someone as a supervisor who really supports you and who you know and who you trust. So I think, you know, it's not always easy to know the supervisor beforehand, but definitely if you can, it's great to, to kind of research that a little bit and even, you know, have conversations with them and just see if you, if you're a good fit for each other. Yeah, I would say my advice for people looking at programs is read about what the students in the lab are doing. You can really see a lot about what is going on in the lab if you look at the students' work. Yes, that advice actually is one of the most important ones, I think. <laughs> Thank you so much for your advice and for talking to us today. We love getting to hear more about you and your thesis and good luck finishing your master's. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. for having us. The music in this podcast was provided by the author Netflix from the YouTube studio audio library.